Legendary Passages, Episode 98, 24th Argonauts, Medea and the Argo, from the Library of Apollodorus. Previously, the Argonauts had many adventures on their quest to obtain the Golden Fleece. In this passage, Medea's own story comes to the forefront. Not only does she help Jason win the Fleece, but slays her own brother to aid in their escape. After being purified for this deed by her aunt Circe, Medea weds Jason on the Isle of the Phaeacians. Medea defeats the bronze giant named Talos on the Isle of Crete, and when they return to Iolcus, tricks the daughters of Peleus into killing their own father, the king, to avenge Jason's family. Jason and Medea live in Corinth for ten years and had two sons, but he divorces her and marries the daughter of Creon. Medea poisons Creon and his daughter, and her own sons die at either her hand or at the hand of the Corinthians. Medea lands in Athens and marries King Aegeus, but his son Theseus drives her away. She returns home to Colchis, kills her uncle, and then returns the throne to her father Aetes. Medea and the Argo, a legendary passage from Pseudo-Apollodorus, Bibliotheca, or the Library, Book 1, Section 9, translated by J.G. Fraser. When the ship was brought into port, Jason repaired to Aetes, and setting forth the charge laid on him by Peleus, invited him to give him the fleece. The other promised to give it if, single-handed, he would yoke the brazen-footed bulls. These were two wild bulls that he had of enormous size, a gift of Hephaestus. They had brazen feet and puffed fire from their mouths. These creatures Aetes ordered him to yoke and to sow dragon's teeth, for he had gotten from Athena half of the dragon's teeth which Cadmus sowed in Thebes. While Jason puzzled how he could yoke the bulls, Medea conceived a passion for him. Now she was a witch, daughter of Aetes, and Idia, daughter of Ocean. And fearing lest he might be destroyed by the bulls, she keeping the thing from her father, promised to help him to yoke the bulls and to deliver to him the fleece, if he would swear to have her to wife and would take her with him on the voyage to Greece. When Jason swore to do so, she gave him a drug, with which she bade him anoint his shield, spear, and body when he was about to yoke the bulls, for she said that, anointed with it, he could for a single day be harmed neither by fire nor by iron. And she signified to him that, when the teeth were sown, armed men would spring up from the ground against him, and when he saw a knot of them, he was to throw stones into their midst from a distance, and when they fought each other about that, he was taken to kill them. On hearing that, Jason anointed himself with the drug, and, being come to the grave of the temple, he sought the bulls, 
And though they charged him with a flame of fire, he yoked them. And when he had sown the teeth, there arose armed men from the ground. And where he saw several together, he pelted them unseen with stones. And when they fought each other, he drew near and slew them. But though the bulls were yoked, Aetes did not give the fleece, for he wished to burn down the Argo and kill the crew. But before he could do so, Medea brought Jason by night to the fleece, and, having lulled to sleep by her drugs the dragon that guarded it, she possessed herself of the fleece, and in Jason's company came to the Argo. She was attended, too, by her brother Absyrtus, and with them the Argonauts put to sea by night. When Aetes discovered the daring deeds done by Medea, he started off in pursuit of the ship. But when she saw him near, Medea murdered her brother, and cutting him limb from limb, drew the pieces into the deep. Gathering the child's limbs, Aetes fell behind in the pursuit. Wherefore he turned back, and, having buried the rescued limbs of his child, he called the place Tomi. But he sent out many of the Colchians to search for the Argo, threatening that, if they did not bring Medea to him, they should suffer the punishment due to her. So they separated and pursued the search in diverse places. When the Argonauts were already sailing past the Eridanus River, Zeus sent a furious storm upon them and drove them out of their course because he was angry at the murder of Absyrtus. And as they were sailing past the Aspertides Islands, the ship spoke, saying the wrath of Zeus would not cease unless they journeyed to Ausonia and were purified by Circe for the murder of Absyrtus. So, when they had sailed past the Ligurian and Celtic nations and had voyaged through the Sardanian Sea, they skirted Tyrrhenia and came to Aea, where they supplicated Circe and were purified. And as they sailed past the Sirens, Orpheus restrained the Argonauts by chanting a counter-melody. Bootes alone swam off to the Sirens, but Aphrodite carried him away and settled him in Lilibaeum. After the Sirens, the ship encountered Charbatus and Scylla and the wandering rocks, above which a great flame and smoke were seen arising. But Thetis, with the Nereids, steered the ship through them at the summons of Hera. Having passed by the island of Thernacia, where are the kine of the sun, they came to Corsaira, the island of the Phaeacians, of which Alcinous was king. But when the Colchians could not find the ship, some of them settled at the Ceranian mountains, and some journeyed to Illyria and colonized the Aspirtides islands. But some came to the Phaeacians, and finding the Argo there, they demanded of Alcinous that he should give up Medea. He answered that if she already knew Jason, he would give her to him, but that if she were still a maid, he would send her away to her father. However, Arete, wife of Alcinous, anticipated matters by marrying Medea to Jason, 
Hence, the Colchians settled down among the Phaeacians, and the Argonauts put to sea with Medea. Sailing by night, they encountered a violent storm, and Apollo, taking his stand on the Melantian ridges, flashed lightning down, shooting a shaft into the sea. Then they perceived an island close at hand, and anchoring there, they named it Anaf, because it had loomed up unexpectedly. So they founded an altar of radiant Apollo, and having offered sacrifice, they betook them to feasting, and twelve handmaids, whom Ariti had given to Medea, jested merrily with the chiefs, whence it is still customary for the women to jest at the sacrifice. Putting to sea from there, they were hindered from touching at Crete by Talos. Some say that he was a man of the brazen race, others that he was given to Minos by Hephaestus. He was a brazen man, but some say that he was a bull. He had a single vein extending from his neck to his ankles, and a bronze nail was rammed home at the end of the vein. This Talos kept guard, running around the island thrice every day. Wherefore, when he saw the Argo standing in shore, he pelted it as usual with stones. His death was brought about by the wiles of Medea, whether, as some say, she drove him mad by drugs, or, as others say, she promised to make him immortal, and then drew out the nail, so that all the ichor gushed out, and he died. But some say that Poeus shot him dead at the ankle. After tarrying a single night there, they put into Aegina to draw water, and a contest arose among them concerning the drawing of the water. Thence they sailed betwixt Euboa and Locris, and came to Iolcus, having completed the whole voyage in four months. Now Peleus, despairing of the return of the Argonauts, would have killed Aeson, but he requested to be allowed to take his own life, and, in offering a sacrifice, drank freely of the bull's blood and died. And Jason's mother cursed Peleus and hanged herself, leaving behind an infant son, Promachus. But Peleus slew even the son whom she had left behind. On his return, Jason surrendered the fleece, but, though he longed to avenge his wrongs, he bided his time. At that time, he sailed with the chiefs to the Isthmus and dedicated the ship to Poseidon. But afterwards, he exhorted Medea to devise how he could punish Peleus. So, she repaired to the palace of Peleus and persuaded his daughters to make mincemeat of their father and boil him, promising to make him young again by her drugs. And to win their confidence, she cut up a ram and made it into a lamb by boiling it. So they believed her, made mincemeat of their father, and boiled him. But Acastus buried his father with the help of the inhabitants of Iolcus, and he expelled Jason and Medea from Iolcus. They went to Corinth and lived there happily for ten years, till Creon, king of Corinth, betrothed his daughter Glauci to Jason, who married her and divorced Medea.
but she invoked the gods by whom Jason had sworn, and after upbraiding him with his ingratitude, she sent the bride a robe steeped in poison, which, when Glaucy had put on, she was consumed with fierce fire, along with her father who went to her rescue. But murmurous and fairies, the children whom Medea had by Jason, she killed, and having got from the sun a car drawn by winged dragons, she fled on it to Athens. Another tradition is that on her flight she left behind her children, who were still infants, setting them as suppliants on the altar of Hera of the height. But the Corinthians removed them and wounded them to death. Medea came to Athens, and being there married to Aegeus, bore him a son, Medus. Afterwards, however, plotting against Theseus, she was driven a fugitive from Athens with her son. But he conquered many barbarians, and called the whole country under him Medea, and, marching against the Indians, he met his death. And Medea came unknown to Colchis, and finding that Aetes had been deposed by his brother Perses, she killed Perses and restored the kingdom to her father. This passage continues with the story of Io, but our final passage brings us to the end of the Argonauts. <laughs>